0: Today in The Good Word, we're talking about being a member of a group and changing and unchanging qualifications. I have a very ambitious friend, the kind of person who joins teams and clubs whenever she saw a chance to get involved. Any organization should be glad to have her, and she found that nearly all the doors opened to her because of her extensive experience and qualifications. In one club, though, she met her match. In her efforts to join a vaguely named Adventure Club at her high school, the club presidency, not really wanting to add any more members, demanded that this friend meet a very long and strict list of requirements to be considered worthy of Adventure Club membership. She is not one to back down from a challenge, so she set about completing the required service hours and feats of bravery. One weekend, she took a 15-mile hike to prove herself, The next weekend, she spent several hours in a soup kitchen. No task, however great or humble, was enough to push her from her goal. The club presidency, at their wits' end to find one last requirement to stump her, asked to see her stand on her hands for more than a minute. This is something my friend knows how to do, and she easily complied right in front of the panel, and they let her in without a word. Exclusivity can be a draw to many people as they seek to define themselves by distinct groups. Some qualifications are frivolous, limiting numbers artificially, while others are necessary to prepare those joining for the necessities of being a member of that group. When we look at all the potential blessings available to us through the power of the Atonement of Jesus Christ, no wonder we want to prepare and understand all of His promises, we'd like to know we belong. Doctrine and Covenants section 76 tells us of the prophesied outcome of those who follow the Lord's commandments and what the most important of those commandments are. And again we bear record, for we saw and heard. And this is the testimony of the gospel of Christ concerning them who shall come forth in the resurrection of the just. They are they who received the testimony of Jesus and believed on his name, and were baptized after the manner of his burial, being buried in the water in his name, and this according to the commandment which he has given, that by keeping the commandments they might be washed and cleansed from all their sins, and receive the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands of Him who is ordained and sealed unto this power. The Lord has promised to resurrect all of our Father in Heaven's children. Those who have obeyed fully will receive the full scope of his blessings. The qualifications given here aren't anything new. They're recorded in every book of Scripture as essential to our journey in coming to Christ. We're asked to witness our faith through baptism and live our lives according to that promise. And in return, we're given the gift of the Holy Spirit, as well as complete cleansing from our sins. While the resurrection and the final acts of the Lord upon His return to the earth will be an overwhelming experience... The qualifications for such magnificent blessings are the very same as the ones which qualify us as His followers and members of His church. We learn to live the principles that govern heaven here on earth, not fulfilling them because they're required, like a checklist, but because those commandments are preparing us to be who we need to be, to be proper citizens of heaven. And that's the good word.